Today's first reading, in fact, has supplied the words to many a moving hymn and song. It's about the anticipation of the Lord coming to our aid and reaching out and beyond our limitations, which is exactly where we are liturgically at the moment in the build-up to Christmas. We're anticipating the energetic overreach by God of his own self-imposed limitations. What, in fact, the limitations are is that he has promised to send the saving uh, Redeemer for the sake of the renewal and salvation of Israel and the world. And he's done all that, and he's done that very well. And now he's wanting to announce it and to bring it about. And so we are being rehearsed through the pre-arrival um, of the Saviour. And that's what all the readings are at the moment about. Say to the people of Israel that your salvation is at hand. That is what a period of life in the church we are in in Advent, anticipating the renewal and forgiveness that comes with the arrival of the Son of Man. And then what does that mean when he does come? Well, we get that out of the gospel. And in the gospel, we are told that fundamentally what God wants is what Jesus does, which is to never let go of us, to forsake all, to take us home, to include us and bring us to the new Jerusalem that he wants us to live in, to become part of the world that is enriched and nourished by his saving power and presence. So that's who we are, where we are, and what God wants us to be part of. Are we ready to let go and let God create this wondrous opportunity for us all? Because that's what it is. Say to the people of Israel that their God is at hand and that he is like a shepherd feeding his flock gathering in his arms the lambs and taking them home. That's, in fact, what's there in Isaiah, and it's there in the picked up again in the Gospel, that Jesus will forsake all to save just the one. And this is the feast today of the wondrous St Ambrose, who was the great... Um, catechist and preacher and theologian in the Church of Milan in Italy. The Ambrosian Rite, which was one that he created for, for Mass, was really only suspended at the Second Vatican Council. So it you know, was operating until 80 years ago, until, well, perhaps even 60 years ago. But he's... Um, St Ambrose is most notable because... He was the one who had the biggest influence on St. Augustine. And Augustine is, of course, eventually recognised as the great genius of late antiquity because of his grasp of, of philosophy and of uh, the Greek fathers and all of that. He never knew any Greek, but he did it through, um, through Latin. So today we celebrate him, and he's a fountainhead 
of so much fresh, new and different engagement with Jesus. He taught us the fundamental ideas of grace. He made more sense of God's presence in our world and how God works than anybody else has. He's a remarkable individual, uh, Augustine. And the person who attracted him to Christianity and then, of course, baptised him and who succeeded uh, St Ambrose uh, as a bishop in North Africa, not in Milan, is, is in fact uh, Augustine. But Ambrose today is the central figure in the church in Milan. So we've got a lot to think and consider today. Um, are we wanting to uh, engage with the mystery of God in all its complexity? If so, St Ambrose is a very good introduction. Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.